What's up, military millionaires? I'm your host, David Perret, and today we have, well, a man who probably doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to try to give him one anyway. This is Ryan Pineda. If you don't know who Ryan is, you've probably been living under a rock for the last three or four years. Ryan is one of the largest real estate uh, I hate to use the word influencers, but social media presences uh, in the world, I would imagine at this point. I mean, he's all over the place. He is uh, he runs Future Flipper. He's got uh, NFT projects. He has, uh, I mean, everything. Former minor league slash pro baseball player. He is I mean, everything and everything from house flipping to wholesaling to NFTs to coaching to speaking to uh very very uh eccentric hairstyles and uh really the thing that i think stands out to me i don't know about the most but i've always just been a huge fan of his content um to me the thing that sticks out to me about ryan is the fact that he's always found a way to film content and really just grab your attention, the, the hook, the first few seconds, there's not a whole lot of people that pop up on my feed and actually make me stop scrolling as well as he does. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's my attempt at an intro. I don't, I don't know how else to, uh, introduce the guy who, uh, everybody else already knows, but Ryan, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for having me, dude. That was a heck of an intro, man. I, I like it. <laughs> I'm with it. Welcome to the Military Millionaire Podcast, where we teach service members, veterans, and their families how to build wealth through personal finance, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. I'm your host, David Perret, and together with my co-host, Alex Felice, we're here to be your no BS guides along the most important mission you'll ever embark on, your finances. Vic One, Oscar Mike. Hey guys, if you're looking to take your investing, business, life, or just yourself to the next level, then I have something for you. The War Room Real Estate Military Mastermind Group is a mastermind group that meets weekly in small groups of five to six people to help you hold yourself accountable and really experience that growth. But we also have a monthly guest speaker that we bring in, and we've had guest speakers that talk about mindfulness, taxes, we're bringing in somebody to talk about marketing. We bring in very specific topics that will adhere to very broad, any any kind of real estate investing or investing or entrepreneurship that you want to do, and we'll really help you out. We let you ask these speakers questions and get very personal with them. And then back to the small groups, weekly accountability for what you're trying to achieve and just being surrounded by like-minded people. And they say your network is your net worth. I know that's an overused phrase, but I recommend that you check it out. So just shoot an email to wrmastermind at gmail.com. Once again, that's wrmastermind at gmail.com. And we'll send you some more information. Well, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you coming on the show, man. This is, uh, this is fun. I, I didn't actually, uh, I don't know. It's it's not every day that I get to interview somebody that uh, actually knows how to be a podcast guest. <laughs> no, you know, it's a lot easier once you're dealing with other uh, content creators and, uh, you know, they get the gist and it's kind of like, um, you know, I mean, you're in the military, right? So you meet somebody who else has been in the military. It's like you guys know protocols and what needs to happen. And, you know, same deal. Yeah, you get you get uh, you get along. So. You, so I know you, you, you played baseball and I, and, 
And obviously that paid super well. In fact, I think you made a post the, uh, just yesterday, I believe, about your class action lawsuit that you're apparently a part of, which is going to make you – you know, a billionaire and, um, <laughs> yeah, de- definitely not. You know, I, uh, I was making 1200 bucks a month playing minor league baseball. And it's crazy because, you know, back then when I was playing, we knew like, it was crazy that we were making that much because we were at the field from, you know, dusk till dawn. Right. And so we did the math in our heads and we're like, okay, if we make $1,200 a month, what is it divided by 30? <laughs> You know, you're making like, I mean, it's like $400 a day and then, or no, it's not $400 a day. Mm-hmm. That'd be way too much. That's 12,000. It's $40 a day. Sorry. Yeah. 400 a day was me couch flipping. So, <laughs> you know, I was making $40 a day working like, uh, you know, 12 hours being there. And you're like, man, this is, uh, this is like $3 an hour we're working for here. This is crazy. And, uh, I'm like, we would always joke. We're like, there's gotta be something illegal about this. Like, how is this in plain sight that this is legal? And then, um, sure enough, after I had retired, somebody had filed like a class action lawsuit. This was like in 2013 or something. Um, well, actually not retired, but I was out of affiliated baseball and I was like, whatever, I'll sign up. Who cares? And then sure enough, I got an email from an old email that I haven't touched in years. I'm surprised. Like I still get forwarded from it. And 10 years later, they're like, dude, we won. We did it. And I'm like, how much are we even going to get? Like a thousand dollars? Like who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That's, it's funny how crazy class actions are as far as like, so uh, I'm in this class action right now from uh, 3M, the – well, they're mostly known for – They like, do raps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm in it for hearing aid or hearing protection um, because they manufactured it, ear, ear protection for the military that was apparently known to be defective at the time that they issued it. And it was the ear protection I was issued at the time I was deployed and I – just happened to drive over what I affectionately call a spicy road bump or an IED. And, you know, I have a hearing aid from that experience. And so I was like, eh, I'll sign up for this um, class action lawsuit because, you know, I was wearing this thing and it didn't work, obviously. And uh, yeah, it's been like three and a half years. And I'm like, <laughs> I might get something someday. And I'm sure it's going to be like, here's $30. Great. Yeah. Thank you for. That's so worth being half deaf. <laughs> so <laughs> it's great. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's funny because I had some friends who who made it into the minor leagues in uh, you know from high school, and I remember thinking like, wow, it's the coolest thing ever. Like they're so badass. I'm so jealous. And then I, I heard <laughs> you talk about it. And now I'm like, you know, I never asked them how much money they made. Uh, <laughs> it might not have been as cool as I thought it was. No, I mean, and it, the grind they were of it. Fun, but. Yeah, you know, look, you're playing baseball. It's it's different than the military, right? Um, but I, I think the grind is. Are you sure? Because like, Tom Brady, I've, I've heard. Uh, have you have you seen the the last week or two weeks ago? Uh, Tom Brady compared uh, being a pro athlete to deployment. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, Tom Brady's uh, he's living it up. It's it was pretty funny. The Twitter has gone ballistic on him, and it has been hilarious. <laughs> There's the Marine Corps is just full of people being they're, like, they're "Hey, hey, Tom, you got to come clean your barracks room." 
<laughs> yeah, that I will not make the comparison, but I will say <laughs> we we grinded it out for four dollars oh. an hour. So take what you want with it. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, but so how did you? What was the what was the parlay? Right? How did you go from that? Because that's obviously obviously twelve hundred dollars is not enough money to buy a property in Vegas or Big Bear to flip. So where was, what was the parlay? Was it straight into couch flipping or how did you get that initial start into the entrepreneur world? Yeah. So I actually started out as a realtor back in 2010 when I got drafted. Um, I just knew I was going to need to make money because I knew what minor leaguers made. And I just tried it out. I had no mentor. I had nothing. And uh, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, I failed. And I wasn't very good at it. And after a couple of years, I just was like, dude, this real estate thing sucks. I'm out. So I ended up getting married. And my wife and I are super young. She had just turned 21. She's still in college, not making any money. I had just gotten um, released by the Oakland A's, kind of trying to find my path now. I'm like, well, baseball's not the path. Uh, Real estate's not the path. What's the path? And I remember looking at our apartment. I'm like, man, you know, I just bought all this stuff. It's like a thousand bucks to furnish our apartment because we didn't have any money. It was just on Craigslist. And I'm like, I bet you I could sell all this for like 3000. And I was like, that's a lot of money. I might as well just try it. And so, you know, this idea of couch flipping was born um, out of necessity. I just was looking at it and was like, I'll just try this out. Let's see. And sure enough, you know, I flipped my first couch and make 200 bucks. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. If I just did this once a day, I'm making six grand a month. I'm like rich, you know? And so I did it, you know, it was my first business uh, without going too deep into the store. I could talk about couch flipping for hours, but you know, I scaled that business and I didn't realize at the time that I was an entrepreneur, but you know, couch flipping kind of saved you know, us and got us through those first years of marriage. And then, um, you know, I'd saved up a little money from couch flipping, you know, I'd saved up 10 grand, which, you know, sometimes people ask me, they're like, well, how'd you only save 10 grand if you're making so much? And it's like, well, I was still playing baseball. So I would flip couches for five, six months, and then I would make no money <laughs> for six months. And so like, and my wife didn't make money. And so we were supporting both of us. And, you know, th- there was not a lot of money, right? even with couch living. So eventually you're still young enough. You got to enjoy life a little bit. Oh yeah. We, and, and by the way, I don't want anyone to feel bad for me or anything. We loved our life. You know, I thought I was rich flipping couches. I get to go play baseball five, six months out of the year in front of thousands of fans. I, I wouldn't have trade anything for what we were doing, but you know, eventually, you know, I started listening to this website called bigger pockets and I'm like, Whoa, you can actually flip houses with no money. This is crazy. And I was like, I'm good at finding deals. I can go hustle. And sure enough, you know, I, I come back and I'm like, I'm going to become a house flipper. I'm just going to do it. So I learned about these hard money loans and I'm like, okay, well, I just need a down payment. These guys will fund it if I find a deal. So I end up uh, maxing out all of our credit cards to get a down payment because they wanted 20% down um, for an inexperienced flipper. And, you know, it was like 25 grand from me, 25 grand from my wife. And so we were just all in. And eventually, you know, I find a deal. And thankfully, uh, it works out. You know, after a few months, we make 25 grand. And I'm like, dude, this is insane. 
I am like, I could do this over and over. If I, in my mind, I always thought super small because I was like, dude, if I could just buy a couple of these a year, <laughs> I'm good. You know, just four of these 25 grand, that's a hundred G's. I'm, I'm chilling. And, um, you know, we did exactly that. We just kept buying house after house and it, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. So, okay. So I got to ask because I've done this now a few times. Having done a flip where you had to do hard money with a credit card for the down payment, how much did it blow your mind the first time you were able to raise 100% financing for purchase and reno from a private lender? Oh man, dude. So here's the thing with me. It, it's it's weird to say now because people didn't know me back then, but I didn't want to ask anyone for anything, you know? Um, and I also didn't really know anyone with money. My parents didn't have money. They got foreclosed on during the recession. Um, you know, I just didn't know people with money and I had flipped about 25 homes on my own. Just literally that method, credit cards, hard money. And this guy from my Bible study, you know, had seen me develop over the last year and he, he had known I was doing well, you know, we're just doing it with the way I was doing it. Right. And he takes me out to golf. And this was before I was an avid golfer. And he goes, Hey Ryan, I want to take you out to golf. And I was like, okay, let's go golf. So we golf and he's like, Hey, so I like what you're doing with real estate, man. Um, you know, I want to, I want to invest with you. What's it look like? He's like, name your terms essentially. And me, being like, you know, having done a lot now, I was like, well, here's, here's the deal. You know, right now I pay, you know, um, anywhere from two to three points, you know, for the hard money loan, I pay, you know, 10, 12% in interest. And, you know, the bit, and I go, but the big problem for me is all of the down payments and all of the monthly payments. Like that's the problem. If I didn't have to worry about any of that, if somebody could just fund everything, I could buy a lot of deals. And he goes, well, I don't really care about getting paid monthly or anything. Like, that's not a big deal to me. So I, I'm willing to do that. What, what do you think is fair? And I go, I mean, I would pay you three points, 12%. If you funded everything, if you just gave me 100%, you didn't need monthly payments, I'll, I'll pay you that all day. And he goes, all right, deal. Let's do you know, a house and, and see how it goes. Right. So he funds this first house It's 200 grand, no money out of pocket for me, no stress of making monthly payments and you know, all this stuff. And, um, you know, I flip it and we do well, he, he makes his 12%, his three points. He's hyped. I made, I don't even remember whatever, probably 20 grand or something. And, um, he's like, great, let's, let's amp it up. He goes, I'll fund a few of your houses now. So he does like 500,000 worth of houses. Back then, 500,000 got you a couple houses, maybe three, <laughs> you know? Yeah, not one. <laughs> maybe one today. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we, we do that. And then sure enough, he just keeps scaling it to being in the millions. And then he starts telling his friends and, you know, now over the he still invests with me today. And, you know, our terms have changed a little bit of, as things have changed and, you know, even to this day though, I still honor like paying him more than anybody. You know, I think I pay him like one point and 12%, you know, whereas when rates were lower, my hard money guys were giving me zero points, like 7%, you know, it is crazy how low they were. But, um, yeah, I, he, I, I credit everything to him because, you know, I did those 25 deals in two years 
And then that year with just having him and the people he introduced me to, we did 50. Damn. Yeah. It's, I, I had, uh, I mean, I still struggle a little bit with the imposter syndrome, but it took me a long time to ask, like make the, the first ask for private money. And, uh, and it was very uncomfortable, but it is, it's a godsend not having to repay until the sale of the house and and not have to make the monthly payments, even not even from the stress of making the payments, but just I'm, I'm not a detail guy. So not having to keep up with remembering to make payments on multiple properties all the time is yeah, it's, it's a game changer. It's great. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, all right. So I know there's a million things that I want to ask you about, but, um, I have a question for you that I, I haven't, I don't know that I've ever really asked anyone else, but something that I got asked the other day, and I'm curious what your thought is. If someone put a gun to your head and said that you had to, okay. <laughs> this is a good start. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> said that you had to choose between losing your entire real estate portfolio and keeping your brand or losing your brand and keeping your entire real estate portfolio. Which one would you? Oh, bro, it's not even close. The portfolio, I, I would dump the portfolio tomorrow. It ain't even close. I, I figured um, you'd say the same. That was my answer as well. Yeah, dude, it's not close. I mean, like the amount of real estate I can buy now because of my brand, the amount of money I can raise, you know, the knowledge I have. And, you know, even if I still got to keep the knowledge in both scenarios, if I was a nobody with my current portfolio, I got to become a somebody to go raise money. And, you know, so I, I, I don't think, man, honestly, I, I truly believe this. Like the most powerful thing we can do as entrepreneurs is build our personal brand. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, and that was, that was kind of my answer. And I, I figured you'd, I figured you'd lead in the same way. And, uh, I, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. The doors that having a, an online platform or brand opens, um, which leads me into the next thing is I, I know you've got this uh, new business opportunity, the content empire. And I'd love to hear a little bit about what that is and uh, what you, uh, what you guys are working on. I know we got to get, we got to get you into it, man. So, you know, Let's the pitch, <laughs> this isn't the pitch. This I is mean, just, this is a know, no pitch show, uh, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just talking content yeah, here. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I started doing content uh, two and a half years ago during the pandemic, right? And um, it's completely changed my life. It's completely um, changed a lot of people's lives, man. I mean, the amount of people who have told me that content, something I did or said, like really helped them out. You know, the amount of people that it's attracted into my businesses where I know we've helped them. It's like, it's crazy. And um, even now, having quote unquote made it, I've I've like really re... Um, committed myself to doing it even better because you got to kind of always reinvent yourself with content. You know, it's like you might be able to do one thing for a season and then you realize like, okay, this is kind of, I'm getting bored of this. The audience is getting bored of this or it's not in style anymore. Like let's switch it up and really do that. Right. So, you know, in the past two and a half years, um, I think I've gone through different seasons of creating content and I think I'm entering a new season now where I'm really going to kind of elevate to what I feel like is the next level to try and get on par with these bigger guys like, you know, Gary V and, and Grant and, and all those guys. But anyways, 
Um, one thing that's happened in the last two and a half years is that so many people have asked me, they're like, yo, how do I build my personal brand? How do I create content? How do you do it? How do you still run all those businesses, but still put out so much content? And I'm like, well, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. You know, I treat content just like I treat any other business. You know, we've got systems and processes. I've got people, I've got organizational charts. We've got KPIs. Like it's literally like any other business. And, um, they're like, well, teach us. How do you do it? And I'm like, well, I don't have time to teach you. Like I just, I'm I'm busy doing these other things. Right. (laughs) And, um, you know, sure enough, I always knew at some point I would create a company, you know, around this concept. It's just, I've had other priorities with companies and different things before this, but, um, I felt like now was finally the time where it made sense. Um, I think when I started two and a half years ago, a lot of people in the real estate space were looking at me kind of like laughing a little bit. You know, they're like, why is this guy on TikTok pointing at the screen and just doing all weird things? Like, what's he doing? <laughs> I was, the, the Dennis Rodman of real estate, his hair keeps changing colors. Yeah. What's this guy doing? It doesn't make any sense. You know, and why is this guy talking about how much money he makes and all this stuff? Right. And in my mind, I knew like this was where the world was headed. I was like, I'm convinced. TikTok, Reels, short form, this is all going to be huge. And I'm convinced that YouTube is going to be super powerful, way more powerful than people realize. And, you know, two and a half later, two and a half years later, I think everybody now sees like, yeah, this stuff is like super important. And so I think it's now the right time where I have enough results now for two and a half years where people are like, dude, just tell me what to do. Like, I will do whatever you say. And also people have come to the realization like, this is the world we live in as entrepreneurs. We have to create content to get, you know, customers, you know, and if we're in real estate to raise money, to get deals, to get grade A employees to come work for us, all of it requires awareness and attention. So, um, you know, I launched Content Empire and, you know, our mission statement is to help entrepreneurs build their personal brand on social media and, you know, turn those views into dollars for their business. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a coaching program. It's a year long. We've got multiple zooms a week. We've got a course, we've got an event. And, um, basically I just take everyone through my framework of everything step-by-step. Um, the thing I'll say that most entrepreneurs kind of screw up with in content is that they are, they, they, they jump to the middle of the race when they don't really know where they're going. And so, let's give a military example, right? It'd be like, they send you to Afghanistan, but you don't even know what the mission is. Like you're just there. And you're like, well, I know we're supposed to be fighting bad guys, but I'm just like here. And I don't like, I know I need a gun. What what else should I do? And this if is what you understood. Did. That's how it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> but it'd be without, with you having not a base or anything, they just drop you in the middle of the desert. There's nothing right. Um, but this is what entrepreneurs do. They're like, okay, well I know social media is important. So let me go drop myself an Instagram and give me my gun. I need a camera. I need this guy. And I'm just going to start making videos. And I'm like, Dude, you don't, that's not, where are you even going? Who's the enemy? Who's the target? Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? And so I have to pull them back and say, okay, first off, 
let's understand the terrain that we're playing on, right? You wouldn't go to Afghanistan without understanding the terrain. And so I'm like, okay, this is Instagram's rules. This is what the people that are in Instagram, the demographic, the, the everything, right? You got to understand the terrain. Then from there, you know, we need to understand um, who it is we're fighting. What are we fighting for? Like how, like what is our end goal? Because most entrepreneurs, they don't even know who they're trying to attract, and they don't even know why they're trying to attract them. And so the one thing I help people do is I'm like, hey, let's get your avatar set, okay? For you, okay, your podcast is um, the military. You know exactly who your avatar is. You're like, look, I want to help military people invest in real estate. Boom. Okay, you know your content's all about military people. You know exactly what they want to see, what their problems are, how to solve them. You're the guy to help them. But most entrepreneurs aren't like that. So, um, we help them identify why they're even creating it. What's, what are they running towards? Um, so you understand your terrain, you understand where you're going, you know, you got to also understand, Hey, how am I going to actually make money doing this? Like what, at what point do I start making money? You know, cause I'm going to go spend all this money and all this time to make these videos. And it is great to help people, but I got bills, right? <laughs> you know, how, how do I start making money with this? And so there's so much more that goes into it um, to do it successfully, just philosophically and just setting the, the groundwork. But the thing that always happens is people jump in the call or like whatever. And they're like, okay, I just need an editor and um, just give me an editor. Okay. Give me my gun and let me just roll. And I'm like, dude, you, you, this is going to be not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope those I, were good metaphors. No, absolutely. And you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I have conversations with people all the time who are like, yeah, you know, I was thinking I should just, I need, I know that I need to, you know, put some videos out on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and, and some tweets. And I'm like, uh, maybe not like you, you probably don't need to go all in on everything all at once. You, you probably need to figure out a, what platform fits your personality and, and go all in on that and maybe do a little bit on some. And you probably need to figure out who you're talking to, what your goal is. I would go on something that's evergreen before I work on anything else and viral and evergreen. Yeah, it's it's a, an interesting game. And I, I love the evergreen game where it's like ideally in, in my little my little like strategy has always just been I – I want my, and I'm, this is just kind of, cause I'm like a little, a little prick, but I want people to type in a company's name and then find me instead of the company. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like, that's always been my favorite thing is like, what is the thrift savings plan? And then instead of finding the TSP website, they find me like, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, who's this guy? <laughs> but you know, that's whatever. a great strategy. It, it's Works. called trend hacking, you know, yeah. Yeah. hack on does, somebody else's name or brand or whatever. And you pop up too. It's great. Do you, uh, in said content empire, because this is where I think I'm at. Do you guys coach through the, like who to hire when and how to scale that piece? I, I assume. Cause that is, I know you said not to, not to just jump in and say, where's my gun? I need an editor, but I, yeah, no, hundred percent. So, you know, basically it depends kind of obviously what your budget is, right? And your time capacity and what your goals are, right? So, um, you know, with one, I just had a one-on-one -on -one with um, a guy just kind of going over this exact thing, right? He's doing really well right now. He's got a, he's making over a million bucks a year in his entrepreneur business. And uh, 
So money's not the issue. It's just more so direction. He's like, dude, I'm like you. I got so many businesses and this and that. And I'm like, well, you can't talk about all of them. Like you have to be known for something at least starting out. You know, I got known as the the house flipping, couch flipping guy. And that's fine. (laughs) And then eventually I'll be known as a serial entrepreneur guy. And and who knows, maybe more one day, right? Um, But, you know, you can't just be known as like this broad guy. You got to have something that you stand out for. Um, so we were talking about that, but, um, as far as hiring people goes, you know, you have to, uh, know your budget first and foremost, and that's going to kind of dictate the amount of people you can hire and, um, how much work you yourself are going to have to do. So, you know, we talk about all those things. Um, and I think the big thing is, and this was the hole I saw. So anytime I create a business, it's because I see like a giant hole that no one's addressing, you know, like I created my CPA firm because everybody and their mom kept asking me, who's your CPA? There's no good real estate CPAs. And I'm like, whatever, I'll just create it. And this was back in 2019. Um, before I was even like a, a big content guy. Um, same thing with content empire. It's like, people are like, dude, how do I create content? There's no good programs out there. You know, I just want to do it the way you do it because you do it the way an entrepreneur would do it. You're not doing it the way say Mr. Beast does it. You know, we yeah. can't all be like Mr. Beast, you know, yeah, we can't all where, spend 40 hours of video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, We can't spend a million dollars on a video. And also too, his, his product is the content. That's like his business. And then he builds other things around that. Whereas us, we have businesses and we need to create our content around our ecosystem of businesses. And so it's very different. And like, I've learned content and business from two totally separate sides, you know, like on the content side, I've learned from like true and true content creators like Graham Stefan and, you know, these big YouTubers, like who are my friends now and like their business is creating content. And that's, that's cool. That's all they focus on. They're not super business savvy, but they're super content savvy. Then I have all my business buddies who these guys just are killers in business, whatever it is like, could be education, it could be house flipping, it could be e-commerce, whatever they do, they kill it in business, but they have no idea how to create content. (laughs) You know, they don't know any of that stuff, but they all want to create content and the content creators all want to start businesses, you know, and I'm like, nobody's merging it. There's few people that really understand both at a high level. And those are the people that everyone knows. They're the Gary V's, they're the Alex Hormozis, they're the Ed Milets, like these people get both and they're such a rare breed. And the thing is, none of them teach how to do it. <laughs> they don't have coaching program. They're they're too busy. And I was like, well, you know, maybe I'm like in this in-between stage where like I'm not them, but I'm also not like these guys. Like I'm 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 over here somewhere, so I'll be the guy. Yeah, I'll bridge the gap for everyone. And so that's kind of what we're doing. That's awesome. I like it. All right, so uh there was something else we wanted to talk about. You got an announcement. Yeah. So by the time this probably airs, um, you know, I'll be releasing my second book ever. You know, I released my first book back in 2018 um, called Flip Your Future. I was looking for one. I don't even know if one's back here. I see but, a boxing um, glove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see a boxing glove, baseball bat, you know, the important Globe. things. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. So, you know, Uh, I wrote that book back in 2018 just because everyone was like, how do you flip houses? And I'm like, I didn't have coaching or courses or anything. I was like, I'll just write a book. 
So I write a book and um, it was great. Sold a lot of copies. But, uh, you know, I haven't written a book four years since. And um, I never felt like called to do it since then until now. Um, So if people follow me, then maybe they've seen my podcast. It's called The Wealthy Way Podcast. And um, The Wealthy Way is something that I created um, at the beginning of this year. And it was something I was just really passionate about after just like being in the entrepreneur game for a while and just seeing so many people struggle with um, like fulfillment and work-life balance. Like, you know, I, I saw so many people crash and burn at the, you know, the chase of money and success. And like, they're like, man, dude, I got to go get followers. I got to get views. I got to make money. I got to move up in the career ladder. I got to like, and so they're hyper focused on, you know, that one part of money or status or fame usually ends up basically bankrupting them in other areas of their life. You know, they lose their family because they're spending all their time at the office and they're neglecting their kids and their wife or whatever. They lose their health, right? They get out of shape. They're not eating right. They're not sleeping. All these things, right? Um, they stop going to church. They they don't have any more faith. Like they're they're so busy pursuing the money and the status and the the career that everything else goes haywire. And um, for me, I've always kind of stayed level headed because I've always had like my framework and how I want to live my life. And it was never about like making a certain amount of money. You know, it was never about having a certain amount of followers or status. You know, uh, I was happy making $1,200 a month. I truly was, you know, my wife and I had great times doing that. And when I made 6,000 flipping couches, I thought I was rich. And then when I made six figures the first time, I thought I was super rich. And then when I made a million, I was like, holy crap, I, there's no way I could even spend this. And so you know, money has always been great. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to make more money. I want to have a ton of financial success and status. And dude, don't, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you I don't like being known and I don't like status and money. I do. But if that's all you pursue, you got problems. So anyways, um, last year I created um, a course called The Wealthy Way. And it was this whole framework of how I've lived my life and how people can set goals to be you know, goals in all areas of life. And um, I ended up dumping like six figures into creating tech and software for people to use. So like it has a planner. Anybody can go get the planner for free. You know, the course I created, it's all free. There's literally no upsell. Like I tell people straight up, I'm like, look, if I want to sell you Content Empire, I will sell you Content Empire with no shame. If I want to hit you up for private money now, <laughs> I'll hit you up for private money, no shame. But like when I say that the wealthy way really is no upsells or anything, it's true. Like my mission with the wealthy way is to just spread this message because so many people are caught up in hustle culture um, today. Cause it's cool, man. Like Gary Vee and all these guys like freaking hustle and even guys like, you know, Hormozy and stuff. Like I love the guy. He's been at my events. We've interviewed tons of great stuff. And he's like, hustle, freaking work all day, all night, all that stuff. And I'm like, well, that that might work when you don't have kids and you don't really care about faith or anything. Like, okay, whatever. But there's a lot of people who don't really have anyone telling them otherwise and they don't know where to go. And so they're starting to fall into the trap that I believe, because I've been there, like leads to unfulfillment. And I've seen it time and time again. And so... Anyways, um, (laughs) 
it's been a culmination of the last year of, hey, creating that course, creating the planner, um, you know, having a community, you know, rebranding the podcast in the wealthy way. And now um, the book is coming out here on um, December 13th. And so I'm super excited about it. And uh, my mission with it, like I said, is just to give everything away. So you can buy the paperback, which is great. Or you can just go get it on the Kindle for 99 cents. That's the cheapest they'll, they'll let me do it. And so everyone has an opportunity to do it. And then um, also for those who um, leave a review, I created another course that's completely free. Um, that I'm, It's called Business Builder Academy, where it teaches people how to build a business. So all you guys trying to create content, you're like, I still don't really even know how to run a business. Boom. It'll teach you everything about how we run businesses, funnels, sales, marketing, operations, hiring, all that stuff. Um, all you gotta do is just leave a review, um, of the book. And so when you do that, I think it's not set up yet, but, um, you can just go to wealthyway.com and submit that you did it and we'll give you the course. That's awesome. And you are so right about everything you just said. I mean, I can speak from personal experience about looking up from achieving financial freedom and going, Oh, I'm fat. I don't have any hobbies and all my friends have jobs. Now what do I do with my life? Um, you know, and like the number of entrepreneurs I talk to who it's like, you just, you forgot to live life along the way. And then you, you get to a point where it's like, now I, now that I've learned how to make money, I have to figure out how do I make money in a way that, is fulfilling instead of just, you know, making money or how do I learn how to have fun again? Or how do I, um, so one of the, one of the tenants I'm, I'm building out the pillars for my mastermind, to you know, to solidify them and build out the framework better. And one of the tenants that I'm, <laughs> that I cemented is like, just don't forget to live life along the way. It's like, man, it it's, you are right on the money with that. It's, it's health is, is it, it going to be like liver Kings, uh, nine tenants? <laughs> Have you ever no. seen him? I haven't seen his nine tenants, no, but Liver King is uh I have yet to decide whether I love him, hate him, or just want to like hang out with him for a day to say I did it. I don't know. He's you, uh dude, you know, I don't watch a lot of content. Um, but my two favorite people that I personally watch was one, it was Hormozy. He was the first guy I was like, dude, I like how this guy's I get it. This is this guy's telling me stuff I've never thought about. This is good. Um, and then I, somebody turned me on to liver King, uh, a couple months ago and I was like, why would I follow this guy? Right. And I start watching him. I'm like, dude, this guy is the most entertaining person on the internet for me. Anyway, I just think it's so fun every day. He's just eating whatever he's eating. Like, you know, talking about his nine tenants and then his, his podcasts are the funniest podcast ever. Um, but yeah, he's coming I, on my show in December. Sure. So I'm like, I'm oh. super hyped about that one. That's awesome. He's <laughs> yeah. I I watch his. He's one of the TikTok accounts that I follow for sure. He's hilarious. I I still have no idea whether I believe half the stuff he talks about oh, or not. But his content part. is it's great. Everything I watch, I'm just like. But what I do love is his Saturday his Saturday videos of him like dragging you know just like weighed down in the rain, dragging crap down his driveway because I'm like. That's my kind of workout. Just weighed down. No, you, the it thing out. that cracks me up about him is uh, 
you know, when he eats these crazy foods, he always plugs his supplements and his protein and stuff. He's like, you got to get your beef liver. You got to get this, that. Then you got to get a whole feast. And I just crack up because I, I started watching it. And I'm like, I start watching this guy every day. And then after 30 days, I was finally like, dude, I got to try it. You know, I got to just see if it's legit. And so I bought a bunch of supplements. I bought some raw liver and I just started eating it. <laughs> just like, I, I, I got to see what is up. And the crazy thing was, this guy has so much influence that liver was sold out everywhere here in Vegas. I was like, hey, do you guys have liver? And they're like, no. They're like, why do people want liver so much? And I was like, this guy single-handedly caused a liver shortage. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can respect that marketing. When your products are everywhere and f you just beat them to death with it until they buy it and you cause a liver shortage across the country, I respect that. I'll tell you what, we got we got some cattle. So the next time we we take one to to market, I'll uh I'll just put one on ice and overnight. Oh, it dude. To yeah, dude. Send it to I'll me. Send you some, I'll some eat fresh it raw. liver. Yeah, I'll eat it raw. <laughs> we'll go live on Instagram. It'll be great. I'm down. Oh man. Ryan, thanks so much for joining me. Is there is there anything we missed that you wanted to cover before I I know I don't want to keep you. I know we we said this would be about No, no. The I mean, I I just want to say uh, you know, to you and your audience, man, I think it's amazing. Um obviously super uh grateful for everything the military does for us and uh you know, I think you guys obviously aren't paid what you should be paid just like we we aren't in the minor leagues and everything. And so, you know, if you can just help anyone you know, get financially free in real estate. I mean, I think it's, it's an amazing mission. You know, I've, I've had the pleasure of, um, having multiple military people in our coaching programs and stuff and like seeing how hard they work and like majority of them always succeed just because they know what it takes to, to be successful. And so to anyone watching this, you know, if you're in the military and you have not, um, gotten real estate, but you're thinking about it and whatever, like it ain't harder than the military. It's a freaking when I do, when I do uh, real estate now, I'm like, this is so freaking easy compared to minor league baseball and like half the other crap I had to do that didn't pay anything. So you guys can do it. I agree. We appreciate you, and thanks for joining us. This is uh, this is fun, man. Good talking to you. Cool. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarymillionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show. Give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.